Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1141, August 29th, 2023. 96 degrees on this day at the fair in 1969. And it's 45, it was 45 degrees on this day in 1946. A lot of swimming left. I was on a lake last night. In fact, I was at a uh, I was at two homes that have been kept free of weeds in the swimming area by Aquaside Products. Aquaside's made in White Bear Lake. The products are easy to use. They work quickly. I've seen the evidence myself. They're safe. They've been approved by all the proper authorities. Call Aquaside. Describe what you think the problem is, what you're looking at. Hail the... They'll get you the right products, and your place will look great all summer long. And there's a lot of summer left, it seems. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Hello, Gumption County residents. Hello, garage logicians. Another great crowd on a Tuesday. What a lovely day. Little breeze. It's in the 70s. It's just absolutely lovely. And I have been told, and I have not been told who it is, but I've been told that we have a very special guest. Oh, good. uh, Right off the bat. But they won't tell me who it is. we think I bet you it's not that fraud Walls. He's down at the old neighbor. (laughs) No. Where uh, nobody listens anyway. We think that's where Matthew went off to, to get this guest. That somebody ran into on the way in. Matt, are we ready for the guest? Matt, are we ready for the guest? guest? Has not arrived yet. Special guest. Uh, how about a mic? How about a microphone, Matthew? We're still making last-minute arrangements. Huh? For this one, this this one was done. This dun, one was sprung dun. on me, so that's why you don't know. Today we, is Transition Tuesday. What's oh. that mean? Do you have a song, John? I, I might, but I, I need a guitar. That explains all the military uniforms. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Armed no. Services Day or Veterans Oh, that's what it is. Armed I'm sorry, Veterans. Transition. Oh. Any veterans in the crowd right now for Garage Logic? Thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Vietnam vets, welcome home. Food of the day is wiener meat taco. Oh, wiener oh. meat taco. Wiener oh, meat wow. taco. <laughs> Sounds good. And cosplay of the day is tuck it underpants and or. Yikes. What is that now? And or. Uh, Armadillo trousers, huh? I don't know what John, that you means. got a song. Well, for I us? do. It was this was a <laughs> tough one to write because I didn't want to offend anybody. So it took it took me a while to do this one. All right, transition Tuesday. All right, keep them guessing. It's a lesson. All the people watching today at the fair. That's very nice. Inexact science. <laughs> it really Inexact. Is. I was I trying don't to rhyme need to with go further stuff. Than that. Sometimes it's... they stop too soon. They should keep having. Surgery, terribly inexact uh, science, <laughs> and uh, I have a note here. Oh, that's a note about something I'll get to in a moment. Uh, I also got a great uh, tip from Jude Mueller, who writes 
Why don't you guys play I've Been Everywhere, man, when you do uh, the Lyman oh, steal? Oh, there you but go. But then Chris told me I can't. We yeah, can't sorry. because it's some sort of... Uh, uh, podcasts are wrestling with the FCC on the use of music. And just to let people know, we've explained this a few times, there is a Hubbard policy right. that uh, we are not allowed to play cop- anything copyrighted. Okay, but I don't understand them, that. Why well, do radio shows get to, but not podcasts? Well, they, they, BMI. They pay, they they pay the, the, the fees. Right. Well, why no, do we pay the fee? There, I don't think there's a fee structure set in place because all podcasts are dealing with what we're dealing with. So I can't go. I've been no, no, not supposed to. no, you could play something like that. We I've have been no here and there, man. Do you know where you are, man? Do you know where you are, man? Well, anyway, that comes at the end of the show, anyway. Oh, right. I see. Um, we have a. Um, I'd rather just play guitar. As <laughs> is uh, Patrick's norm, and possibly this was one of your um, mishaps in killing off people. I have this young gentleman right here. Mike. Your name? Mike Stadol. And where are you from? I'm Mike. St. Paul. Okay. And Mike. Um, I know John, don't I? Well, I think you do, but you mentioned the other day that he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've been in a terrible rut lately. I've been uh, I've been wiping people off the map, and they're still here. <laughs> so John is alive and well. Last I know, as of yesterday, he was alive and kicking well. Just talked to him on the phone this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have apologized to John. I'm very sorry okay. for that. John is the guy who used to do our uh, the basketball the yes. state tournament names for the girls' basketball tournament, and then he would turn the names into sentences. And then apparently his wife cracked down on him, and he was not allowed to do that anymore. Mike, were you a bit shocked yesterday when you heard the podcast and you heard your brother had passed away and nobody I in your family I didn't say had it yesterday. Uh, I didn't say it yesterday. It was a couple well, of weeks as, ago. Well, as popular as you are, I got several phone calls first. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your brother. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> then I called my brother, and he, we talked for a while, and he said, well, whatever. <laughs> it was a good run. <laughs> well, he's got the right attitude, doesn't That's he? Right. Yeah. Viva Thank Polska. Thank you. Run. Thank you. You know, speaking, you. speaking of Patrick, um, that was my personal favorite part of Monday Night Sports Talk yesterday when he was telling an Ingi story, didn't want to hear from Ingi, told him to go away, but kept asking him questions. <laughs> right. That was, uh, that was a nice Well, he was worried Ingi would take too long, and then Patrick took too long. Right. <laughs> he experienced no, straightening no, it out. No, no, stay over there, Ingi. He ex- no, he's wearing his there. Hall of Fame medal. He went in on the uh, initial class. Which is uh, uh, remarkable. Rook, I He's need some help here knowing what you're up to. Is it anything going to happen? Uh, not right this second. So you're going to have to continue on. Or Two Dogs is on his way over. Is it the governor? No. No. It's because, not the governor. I would have given you a heads up on that He's one. up the street. He's yeah. had a standing invitation, but he'll never uh, he'll yeah. never address the county. He Gumption was a little county. busy. He was a little busy. If I see him, I will to, grab uh, him. Well, no, we, you won't because he won't do it. If he's pressured, he he's will. Had, no, he won't. He's been pressured yeah. for years. If he these has, people start going, we want walls. No, no, no. Yeah, he got sure. people that square him away, and he's fine. He's all wrapped up with his own. The only job. reason we want him over here is so we can boo him. Yeah, that's seriously. <laughs> that's it. Why don't you go ahead with your could, other first guest? Well, and could I ask the experience something, if, if you don't mind? I don't. Uh, you, you go that's, ahead. That's dangerous. Uh, experience, I see on your helmet ball there you have a thing that says, your name here, are you selling space on your helmet? 
Yeah. Okay, just checking. I just want to make sure that's I'm not sure that's not violating any state fair regulations. No, no at all. not at all. He's Maybe. selling names. Well, see that on thing his on his helmet? It says your name here. So, uh, Joe Souchere, you give Engie, I don't know, 50 bucks. What, Engie, you, what do you much? want for an advertising spot? Oh, there see, I'm goes, sorry. See what I did? I'm Let's sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have PayPal or Venmo, so right now I'm just, uh, I'll cash. do it for a beer. Cash? Cash? <laughs> Big one. Yeah. I don't have Cash any, works, too. I have no interest in having my name on your mirrored ball helmet <laughs> from the disco era. <laughs> Say, uh, John and uh, Reavers, you could help me. This uh, Royce Lewis must be the real deal, huh? Two grand slams yeah. and back-to-back games. That's a Twins record. Yes, sir. It's never been mm-hmm. done before. Even in the days of Harmon and Allison and... All the guys, it's never happened before. Remember, he hit one. Was it his first at bat, Chris? Also in the majors, I it was the first game at least. So he's got three grand slams and and total, he's only I think hit three four hundred times. I'm sure there's plenty of Twins legends who don't have three grand slams. Oh God, no! In their career, not and especially in two consecutive games. Yeah. Yep. That's fantastic. They beat the hated Guardians to go seven games up in the feared AL Central. <laughs> And uh, Vikings start a week. No, they don't start. They, uh, football starts a week. Gopher football week. is Gopher Thursday. Gopher football night. starts Thursday hosting And if you plan Nebraska. on being here after 6 p.m. on Thursday, best of luck to you getting home. Why? Well, they sold out the game on Thursday. Kickoff, I think, is what, 7 or 7.30? Yeah, but most of the people are on this side of the river. I'm telling you right now, I got stuck here in the TCU traffic <laughs> from a couple of years ago, and that was not fun. Hey, all, uh, right, all right, I will, I'll break the silence because I don't, <laughs> I don't like to do this to him because I know he wants to know, and you people probably want to know as well. So I'm going to show him a picture, of the, and he'll understand why it's a little bit late and the schedule has to be fluid. But coming to the show today, live on Garage Logic, is the one, the only. Really? Yes. That's why. Taking a little break right now, and then coming over to the show. Guess who's coming, people? Marjorie. In person. You picked a hell of a day to come to the State Fair. In person. How did we rate that wonderful gift? I'm being sent pictures of her zooming around the fair. I was texted yesterday. Well, I hope to God she's got a vehicle. <laughs> you know what? Her children are with her, and they give her the utmost care. Right. Well, they're all doctors and rocket scientists and they nuclear set her, uh, <laughs> They set her on a skateboard and just push her, <laughs> push her around. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm thrilled. Yeah, so sorry I didn't tell you, but I was told she was going to be here to begin the show, and that was going to be the surprise. Well, she did begin the ceremonial first show last Thursday, but it was on the telephone. Correct. And this is an imper- She must have a TV gig today. Uh, that could possibly be, but or is she up for competition today? Could our chief engineer show us the the tiny little chair that we're going to put Marjorie in? It's, <laughs> it's not real comfortable, but it's small because I don't think she might fall through the cracks on one of these big ones up here. Well, huh? she's not getting any bigger. No, no, she's not at all. Well, that's fantastic, and we also have uh, you, two Mike. dogs from yeah. the reptile factory. He's packing up and he's on his way over. He was going to be brings, after Marjorie. Always so brings switching. frightening items. Uh, in one of his broadcasts, yes, I think it was on Twin Cities Live, the albino snake, my Ooh. wife reported, mm-hmm. got out and started going to the crowd. I don't like that. And no. the crowd, no. they were like, 
little schoolgirls spreading away. Is it was, that the same snake that got loose on this very stage and Joe knocked over Johnny's uh, guitar? Yeah. Wasn't that the ago? alligator? Was that an alligator or was that a snake? I don't remember you doing that, Joe. That does not sound yeah. like no, it you. You sycophant at the It must have fair. been somebody else. I do. ESP, at, ESP Strad. <laughs> right yeah, but on I, the I didn't mean to do it. It just happened. Uh, I'm and seeing one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life and a huge fan of Garage Logic, Mr. Dale Bachman. Mr. Dale Bachman, who is retired CEO from Bachman's, is a big that fan of Garage Logic. That name rings a bell. Is that flo- uh, Flowers or... Uh... <laughs> you know what? He was the head honcho at, Bon- at Bachman's. Flowers. But he, but he got his hands dirty in the dirt every day, just like every other employee was. Right. And he was a big fan of the Home and Garden Show. God rest Freddie Glasso. Yeah, the Home Thank and Garden you, Show. Wasn't that sponsored by Bachman? Yes. Yeah, and it was a big sponsor. It was so popular that a guy uh, hung through the commercial wait, break. Where are they now for Garage Logic? Yeah. Wait, we better talk to go talk to the sales guys around the corner. And we <laughs> also have uh, today we have Doris Bold with today's State Fair Animal. Yes, and I'm sure a host of other uh, guests that you surprises. Lined up. Yeah, surprises. Surprise. People I've just plucked out of trees that are watching the show. We're calling them surprises now. Yes, that's All what right. it is. It's a surprise that I got them. Yeah. <laughs> well, G. Ellers. Here we are. It's Tuesday at the fair. <laughs> Tuesday is usually uh, a little dip in people's vibe. Yeah. A little dip yeah. in people's vibe. But I'm not sensing that with Gumption County residents. Nope. They're very plentiful. And it couldn't be a better fair day for weather. Now, did you read the review of last night's Grandstand Entertainment? The Happy Together Tour? I did not read it. I did I, not. Apparently, uh, the fellas are starting to show their age. Well, oh, yeah. forgetting lyrics, tripping over well, chords. No, it just, uh, it was sleepy. Uh, the whole event was reviewed as being somewhat sleepy. Uh, the Vogues, for example, were here. Yeah. And there's not an original member. Right, that makes sense. I yeah. believe uh, what did Patrick the Classics call? 4, the yeah. they might have an original well, member. Well, we need Dennis Yost. Is he dead? I don't I, even know. I don't know. He was the ask, singer. Don't ask Joe. Dennis I, Yost not have Joe. Don't ask me. I'll plan him. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I yeah. have no idea, except... Uh, the reviews were not kind to the uh, to the troubadours. Well, that's very sad. How about the turtles? Because they have the two original singers. Were they? Is that Flo and Eddie? That's Flo and Eddie. Yep. Have they ever done anything besides the turtles? Well, Flo and Eddie. Are they the, any good? I like them. Yeah. I, you know, they were great in the '60s. Uh, I saw them in the '80s, which tells you at a happy together tour, which Man, tells been, you how long they've been doing. They've been this. happy for a long time. Yeah, they were. They were very. Uh, they were very good in concert. Then yeah. did all the hits and did them well. Well, I'm sure yeah. they did it last Who was night. The reviewer. Uh, I was reading. Uh, what did I read? Minneapolis paper. Was it Ryman Schmeiger? Ryman Schneider. Ryman Schneider. Something. Boy, I hope he's not here to review this show. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so too. Today I'm going to be a guest on a on a show. Really? Till later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Back here. You got a little surprise, is what you're saying? Right. Right. A lot of surprises today. Can I tell you something? This is Bob Hope. <laughs> I love when emailers tell me that they've had success with the people who support our show. And I got a note from <laughs> Wally Varner, who okay. said, "Hail the flashlight king." Hail you! Thank My you. garage door decided it was time for it to break down yesterday. I called Precision Garage Door this morning. It's already fixed. This was dated yesterday. I have to share with you, it was just the best experience I've had with the company providing any type of repair work. I wish my doctor was as thorough as Jonathan, the Precision Garage Door technician 
was diagnosing the problem and explaining it to me in a very simple to understand manner. High quality work, honesty, and a great price. Just what GL needs, a trusted go-to source for your garage door. I can't recommend these guys highly enough. I've told you, everybody needs a guy, and you really need a garage door guy. You need all kinds of guys. You need a handyman guy. You need a garage door guy. You need a roof guy. These are your garage guy. door guys. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good, too. It's a family-owned business, a GL family, precision door of the Twin Cities. And you just heard a great salutation from Wally, who said it was a wonderful experience. They take care of everything, and you want them to fix it before the door collapses on you because they're really hard to lift, many of them. Think about that. You take advantage of it that it's just going to fly right right up every single time. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. They don't charge extra for weekends. They're available 24-7. They fix garage doors correctly, as Wally can attest. Get help online immediately at Precision. Let me get it right here. PrecisionDoorMN.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Hey, make sure to head on over to the Hire a Pro GL Merchandise Shop and check out all of this year's State Fair merchandise. And while you're there, make sure you pick up a GarageLogic 30-year anniversary map and help support Rookie's charity, Second Stork. He's not just a newsman. Special thanks to Courtyard by Marriott, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Roseville for providing GL uh, lodging during the State Fair. They've got themselves a $5 million renovation, brand new hotel, contemporary lobby, sleek, and uh, pretty nice rooms uh, at the Courtyard by Marriott. They're up in Roseville, the perfect getaway during your stay. Pretty close to pretty much everything, the University of Minnesota, the fairgrounds, XL, Target Center, Rosedale Mall, whatever you need. The amenities are what everything we need in a room. Comfy chairs, well-lit desks, meeting rooms, uh, big TVs, amazing bed and pillows. The drains in the shower work, which isn't the case in Iowa. So uh, it's a pretty, pretty nice place. Voted by guests as a TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence Award winner. The Courtyard by Marriott in Roseville. Just a few miles from downtown Minneapolis, Center Point Drive, just off 35W in Roseville. We're joined by John. John, give me your last name. Uh, Hire. John Hire. And, John, you have a distinct honor, and I want you to tell us about it. Yeah, next uh, Saturday morning, uh, about 
10, quarter to 10, I get uh, the 50-year award from the State Fair. That's fantastic. I worked for 20. I've been a vegetable exhibitor in the horticulture building really? for 31 years. Wow. Are you doing it this year? Yeah, I've got five ribbons so far. Really? Congratulations. I'll have more tomorrow, I'm sure. What, zucchini, that type of thing? Yeah, tomatoes, peppers, beans. Wonderful. That sort of thing. And then I've done... Uh, I've been a performer for 44 years at the State Fair. I do the music at the Catholic Masses both Sundays. I didn't know we had a Mass on the fairgrounds. We sure do. And Seen uh, it many times. Is it in I, the grandstand? Yeah, yeah, you've seen it. Uh, where is it? It's uh, at the Baldwin Park Band Show. Oh, I see. So, I don't know where that is. It's where Sean Emery used to perform. Oh, yeah, yes. it's up that way. Little Booth Wax Hands used to be up there. Yeah, yeah and, and, and Rookie would always be in the back by his Wax Hand booth going to Mass from way back there. Right. By yeah. always. That counted. By that always. Counted. You mean like one or two years yeah. by always, right? Always, yeah. Always. Well, how many people enjoy this honor? Well, they, they usually have a, a handful of people every year that they give the, the award to. Is it a plaque, do you think? They, you get a plaque, and then they have this kind of wall of fame in the administration Wonderful. building nice. up Wonderful. there. Wonderful. So I've done, uh, I, I put in that I've done the 50, and they reviewed my stuff and said, you're up. you got 45 years to go. I read in the paper today about a 95-year-old guy who's never missed attending the State Fair. Yeah. But I bet that's wow. true of Marjorie. Marjorie's probably never missed attending. Well, I've, I've probably been to the State Fair over 500 times in my life, yeah. at a bare minimum. But uh, ribbons, you know, I, I win a few. I've got over 200. So. Well, you're a, you're a champion, uh, G. Eller, and congratulations on your 50-year award. Before you go, though, you know one peculiar thing about the Mass is every Sunday all the captains – Come, it's like a golf court parade. All the captains at the state fair. I don't know what a captain is. Well, they're they're one of the managers, so to speak. Gate but they all have golf carts, yeah. oh. and they just they line up. It's like a it's like a used car lot. They're all parked in the back. They're all the, cap yeah. the captains. <laughs> yes, wonderful. No, what well, you, we, we've been. I, I'm a. I go to Corpus Christi Parish, which is the fairgrounds is part of that. Yeah, and, and so. They tabbed me to do music about 44 years ago. Yeah. John, John's a guitar player. He's a, he's a so you play player. guitar. Do you lead the, the um, congregation in hymns? Uh, yes, we do. We, we have a crew. And, Let's and, go, uh, dude. I kind of put it together. And, uh, uh, John and I just happened to love hymns. <laughs> well, I, th I thought you wanted to sing one. Could you lead us in? Uh... Well, you, you know, probably not. I, without a guitar in my hands, I, I, don't, I don't do a ton of singing. Oh, except no. when I, I couldn't. Get, Except when I get paid to, yeah, like, like paid. My, yeah, I my see. band hey, plays. I don't my blame band you. plays Friday night, Saturday night, and I'll be there at I eight o'clock in okay. the morning prepping on All Sunday. Right. You're so. a bit of prima donna yeah. then, aren't you? Yeah, John? you bet. A little bit. Yeah. Thanks, John, and congratulations. Right. So did you hear that, Joe? Fifty years of twenty more, and you'll get that same distinct <laughs> That's honor. That's right. Say, you know what the fair is? Let's uh, let's be candid. You Full know of the, surprises. An well, no show. You know what the fair is? <laughs> the fair is the antithesis of what we discussed the other 300 days of the year. It really is. It's right. the antithesis of the news. It's the antithesis of the mystery. It's the antithesis of equity, inclusion, and uh, what's the other word? Sustainability. Whatever. Sustainability, diversity, because it's already equitable. It's already diverse. It's already sustainable. It's already everything that the progressives complain about is already exhibited at the State Fair. And it's the opposite 
I go through the news in the morning, just like I do if we were going to do a regular show, and I'm grateful what I discount to bring to the fair. I'm right. just grateful to discount it. Uh, for example, are you aware of this buffoon in Canada who has the uh, uh, outrageously large, fake bosom who's a school oh, teacher? Oh, teacher. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. he, he's, he's back. Well, in very school. distracting. Well, and I, I don't, I didn't want to bring it in, and I didn't, in it because it's just, it's just so horrible. But, but here it. you are, but talking about it. Well, and then, and then we had a cop, who uh, ran a, uh, an intersection in a police chase, and he happened to have killed a guy who turns out to be the uncle of the young gal whose film of the George Floyd death became so so uh -oh, viral, so uh -oh, national. Uh -oh. All right, he's going to jail. The bad guy's not. Sure. Mary Morreale. The, the guy, let, yeah, the guy he was chasing. The guy not. he was chasing is not going to jail. Well, he might, but on he's got about 18 <laughs> yeah, other charges. Different charges, He's yes. facing, but she couldn't find any evidence to, uh, to uh, label him on, in this particular incident. So here's a cop going to jail for a year and and the bad guy he's not going to jail for that he might end up in jail for some other reason but I, when we come back next week I'll, I'll read you Mary Moriality's letter to the judge when she was seeking some she was all leniency. over the news this morning yeah and and, that and, and, that, yeah. and I just blew it by bringing that up because yeah. any other stories that you're not well, gonna bring they, up? Uh, well, I had the story in the news right. but we never get to the news here anyway right. but but the ridiculousness of her reasoning is, well, it's ridiculous, but that's redundant. Uh, because she says there was no witnesses, or there's not enough evidence, but there were witnesses. There's camera of the car itself. Ugh. Well, her, her distaste for the police is clearly evident yeah, it's in her remarks. Ridiculous, ridiculous. And it's just an upside-down world. There's another way to look at it. The fair is not an upside-down world. You look around at the faces of the people, and it's hard to believe the world is actually going to end in 2035. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see it with people this wonderful humanity. They don't seem concerned about that. No. Huh. Anybody concerned that the world's going to end in 2035? I'm not. Mm. I'm not. I think the fair will be here in 2035. Will you? Yeah, Joe will be here oh. doing a show. No, and, I, you know. I don't think I'll make it to 2035. Oh, what? How long ago? That'd be. A, I'd That's really. Be, years, I'd be like. Jeff. I'd be Marjorie-like, this little mare yeah. that you have to bring You're up. Already in a, close. In a cart, the <laughs> little teeny mare close. that has to be hauled up. We here. keep telling you, we'll will you in. Don't worry about but it. But that is that is the greatness of the fair, and and everyone feels that, however unconsciously, when they're here. You're not worried about the other stuff, although although I will say this, the fair I think has really gotten expensive. Yeah. Uh, I'll say. Reavers had a, a super dog because that's all he does. He comes to the fair and eats. <laughs> and it cost $19. Well, I, I misread the sign. I misread. It's, uh, it's three hot dogs, though, Joe, so, you know, and covering. So, Name know. me a hot dog worth six thirty-three. <laughs> uh, do we have our guest, Two Dogs? Yep. Come on up, Two Dogs. Are we not going to take a break? We can. Let's do Two Dogs. Let's do Two Dogs. And you have the reptile, uh, you have Monty's traveling reptile, 
show which you've kept alive in Monty's memory, haven't you? I, I did the classic American thing. I outlasted him, and I ended up with a business. Right. <laughs> I, I wish Monty was still around because as I increase my knowledge of the animal world, and I'm getting to be pretty pretty damn knowledgeable. I, uh -huh. The other day I held an owl and a hawk. He's remarkable. Uh, there's I, great video of that. There's <laughs> really good video on Instagram of that. And I know all about farm animals, but, uh -huh. but two dogs, what I would contest with, with uh, our dear friend Monty if he was here is... I'm not buying the idea that crocodiles can get smart. They're, they're prehistoric <laughs> pieces of S, and wow, all they do wow. is Heavy exist opinion. to eat and wow. destroy things. Well, I'm going to channel my inner Monty right now because everybody tells me <laughs> He I'm lived with one. F you, Joe. Well, that's where you're wrong, <laughs> yeah. Joe. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't know if he would have said it that nice, but he would have definitely let you know. But now I, I don't have his skill where I can just right. keep talking the 15 minutes and tell you every reason you're wrong. But they're smarter than we give them credit for. No, they're, they're not, too, Doug. No, no, no. But I don't give a lot of credit. <laughs> but, but speaking of credit, there does need to be a lot of credit because the one really nice thing about the State Fair, it reminds you there are a lot of really good people out there. Yep. The vast majority are really good. Now, there's always one that really wants to, you know, test, you know, push your buttons. Just because they're there, they got to push them. And well, see we haven't even it. had a shooting at Garage Logic. Yeah, you know, we're good. We well, haven't even had a shooting. They figure you guys might shoot back. Well, thanks that's for bringing right. up the idea. No, that's, we're yeah. fine. We're right. fine. Get back to crocodiles. What did, what did Monty have? Oh, An you, alligator? You want us to stay on subject here. We can do that. Alligator Monty had. Yes, so Albert was the big Albert. one that you know we were nice enough to bring over a few times. And yes. Gra he graced the deck here. Albert was smart. He knew what was going on. Now, he was not a normal alligator. He was He's your once-in-a-lifetime alligator. Okay. You only get one. Unfortunately, he passed away. This is the second fair oh. that we've had to do without Albert. Okay. And people ask about him because Albert was 48 years old. So yeah. You is know, that, that long a, for an alligator? No. Um, 70 to 80 is kind of your hmm, average. Really? We figure, well, we got two theories out there. The he first, smoked and drank too much, didn't he? Right. <laughs> it was lifestyle. Yeah. He lived a full life. Yeah. He's been more places than I have. Um, but Albert, before Monty got him, was very poorly taken care of. Oh. When Monty got him, he actually had to force feed him. Oh. I mean, he was so close to death that you'd stick something in his mouth, and he wouldn't bite down. Why? What was? Why was Just, he mistreated? Um, was he was in a, a jungle exhibit somewhere? Or? No, it was uh, the story on Albert was truck driver picked up a little alligator thinking that would be a great gift for his kid. Right. Which, I mean, obviously, we all know, like, get your kid an alligator for his birthday. Sure, that's who does Great idea. Who does it? You know, brought him home. You know, the gator was cool. And then, like, a lot of presents where you like, oh, I love it. Then all of a sudden you don't touch it anymore. Right. Which is fine when it's just a video game or something that doesn't right. matter. A little harder when it's an alligator. Right. So it just basically was neglected okay but when monty got him he had to take like egg yolk and pedialyte put it in the blender and yep. force feed him because well monty's too stubborn to let something die so right like, i'm gonna do whatever i can and do you really think that that albert grew close to monty yeah um so the day monty died yep monty was in california albert was in wisconsin with me yep and albert was really good at letting making sure that you picked up after yourself so when you left the snake room he had free range to go in and out if he wasn't outside and if you left a hose out you know 
or you left you know a pair of shoes in there because you'd switch okay. shoes working in there okay. he'd go and grab them for you and put a bunch of little holes in them for you just a nice little reminder like <laughs> maybe you should pick up after yourself right so the shop back always had to get put up on our table right and albert never messed with it a table that he wouldn't bother going up on i walk into the snake room that morning i haven't heard the call from california yet and albert had gone up on to the table pulled the shop back down and the shop back was monty's oh. so um, if you've seen my big fat Greek wedding and the one joke about the dad is he's got the Windex. That solves every problem. Right. That's Monty with a shop back. Like if you're doing a construction project, he's right there with the shop back. Really? He's vacuuming before you start cutting. Yep. You know, we'll clean that mess up ahead of time. We want to get a jump on it. Yep. Not just we'll do take That's care of the That's the military home. man in him. Yes. We won't just take care of the sawdust pile at the end. Just one big clean like as you go. Anyway, so Albert had pulled that shop back down, and normally he would just grab the hose and put a whole bunch of holes in it. Right. He destroyed the entire thing. Motor, really? wow. tub, hose, everything. Huh. Like, he came in like, what got into you? This wow. is completely out of character. But an hour or two later, got the call from California, like, see that it's his neighbor. Like, just know, like, he's gone, isn't he? Yep. Which was a, a blessing, too, or, like, it was his time. But it's just, like, got thinking later, like, huh. Wow. That gator knew before we did. Isn't that something? Hmm. So, I mean, and Albert definitely knew different people. So, like, he was very good. But when you walk in there as a new person, yep. he's he's not going to listen to you. Right. He's going to, what we'd call buffalo you and see, like, where do you rank? Right. I'm going to push you harder than I'll push Monty or I'll push two dogs because I want to see, do I outrank you? Jeez. But now when you would... When he would push you, just like any kid will, and Albert's just a big, stubborn kid that can kill you, <laughs> then you change the tone of your voice. Just like when you would push your mom's buttons, and she'd take it, she'd take it, and all of a sudden the tone of her voice would change. And right. you're like, I'm sorry, I pushed it too far. Whatever you want, I'm going to go do it right now. You don't right. need to say anything else. I get it. I've pushed it too far. Albert was the same way. Now, you said Albert was a once-in-a-lifetime croc. Uh, I mean alligator. There's yep. a difference. Uh, crocodiles are saltwater. Yep. Uh, For the will, most part. Will there be another one, do you think? Well, so we got two young ones over there right now. Excuse me. There's only one young one over there right now, and there's one young one here, because why would you go anywhere without an alligator in this right. day and age? Right. Right. <laughs> Obviously. They're good. They are not Albert. Right. Albert, we never taped him. Like, you could walk him up the steps to your deck, chase you up on top of the railing, just walk him around, and... As long as you paid attention to Albert, he would tell you what he was okay doing and yep. when he'd had enough. Yep. So what we'd kind of joke around with when people would come in and ask where Albert was, we're like, well, I think, you know, Monty, wherever he's gone, there's good argument up or down. You know, he gave us, you know, four years. You get, get on your feet, give you a real good alligator, and either he is run out of people to talk to or run out of people that are willing to talk to him, so he had to come back and get his gator. Right. What'd you bring with you today? Well, first we're going to start with a little tortoise here. All right, a tortoise. That's a turtle. Well, actually, it'd be a tortoise. They're different than turtles, aren't they? He's going to correct you with whatever you say. Yeah. Well, we got a channel monkey here. We can't let him, you know, just be gone. So we're going to start out with a desert tortoise. A desert tortoise. These guys are kind of cool because this is full grown, and. The problem with tortoises, a lot of, you know, mom and dad will go to the pet store because the kid finally talked them into getting a pet, and they really want a snake. Right. And mom's like, no, no, we're not doing a snake. And then they see the cute little tortoise, like, I can do the tortoise. Right. Well, they're the most work. 
the snakes are easy work. Yep. Now, these guys aren't hard work, but it's every day. Yep. Because these guys eat nonstop. And there's a little story that kind of explains it about tortoises, how they just keep going and right. going and going. They don't stop moving. They don't stop eating. Well, they process that food, and they leave it behind them. Right. So I always compare it to if you've seen the comic Family Circus, and they got the little black dots showing the chaos of sure. everywhere the kids have been all day. Sure. That's what having a tortoise is, except it's all a bunch of little Tootsie Rolls. But right. They just don't taste very What's good. What's the difference Gross. between a tortoise and a turtle? So a tortoise is a land animal, yep. and a turtle can swim. So okay, this guy in, can't swim. We take him down to the river, and we throw him in the water. It's like taking your pet rock for a swim. Really? Oh, just kerplunk to the bottom. And he's gone. Now, they'll go into puddles to soak yeah. because around their neck and legs, obviously, they can't really scratch there, but they'll get bugs and parasites and ticks in there. Right. Oh, so they'll take a bath and just kind of <laughs> drown everything. Right. But they can't swim like a turtle can. Okay. And here in Minnesota, swim. it's real easy. If you see one, it's a turtle. Okay. Unless I'm missing a tortoise, it's a turtle. We do not have any tortoises. This guy, you'd find him down like Edwards Air Force Base, southwestern U.S. Okay. The weird part, though, those guys are endangered. So if you come across one on the road, you know, most good people, like, if they know what it is, or just like, hey, I'm going to get you off the road so you don't die. Right. You know? Well, you can't do that. Since they're federally protected, they don't want you even picking them up because... Well, one of their genius survival tactics is to go to the bathroom all over you. Oh. Which works really well in that too. moment. Yeah. But the problem is, they, it's very effective, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it does. They go right away. Yeah, they're gone. I broke into his house the other night, and he tried that on me. I <laughs> right. ran as fast yeah, as right I could. Right. Oh, that was me, by the way. Okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you need to get some nicer I know, stuff. I know, I know. Better security. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it absolutely gets them out of the frying pan, but then they're in the fire because they've just basically dehydrated themselves. Right. And they live in a desert, and... I don't remember a lot about geology, but I think, or geography, or the names of the stuff, <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of water in the desert. Oh, uh, there is not. I think no. that's kind of why they call it a desert. Yeah, I think so, you're safe there. Yeah. So they can actually die of dehydration because you pick them up, they pee all over you, and then it's like, huh, now i got to go find water. Okay. Mm. So, and for huh. them, most of their water comes from eating cactus and stuff like that. Wow. So it makes it hard to replenish that real yeah. fast. Yeah. Once what you do got you a real juicy cactus close by. What do you feed the tortoise? So they eat a lot of collard greens, kale that we grow. Then we'll put some peas and carrots in there. And when they're really being good, apples, bananas, strawberry, a little bit of fruit. Is it a timed feeding or is it like, you know, some dogs you can leave the bowl and some dogs will just devour everything. Yeah, so these guys, if you got good sun and they're getting warmed up every day, they're going to eat a lot every day. Okay. What else you got there, two? Well, I got quite a few problems, but we're not going to get into those today. 2D. 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 TD. All this is a bigger container. Yeah. And unlike Monty, I'm not going to try and scare you off the deck here today. Right. He's getting oh. old. Yikes. Whoa. What the Look hell at is this that? Guy. Kimono dragon? Look at this guy. You keep him down there, two dogs. Wow. What's this guy's name, too? So this is Luigi. 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 He is a Grand Cayman Rock Iguana. Oh, boy. So when you come by the joint here, you'll usually see in the morning we have our tortoises out on the front table. We rotate four of them out. In the afternoon, once we get sun, then our iguanas come out. Okay. Now, do you notice how he's looking straight up? Yes. Uh-huh. So with the sky ride right above us there, he's noticing that because their number one predator are hawks and eagles. Oh. So anything going over like that, 
that gets their attention. Really? So, so yes, be a bad cross promotion to have the Raptors Center you holding the hawk today. <laughs> that might not be a good combo. No, um, or the greatest one, ever. That's one we want to save for live TV, okay. and let's just see what happens. We can partner. <laughs> he has tremendous talents. Yep. But they can't flex their claws or their fingers like a cat can, so that's just kind of like a big grappling hook. They're just hook. stuck there. Yep. They don't now, move. And if you look at the back ones, like the f- inside toes are extremely short, and as we go out, they get ridiculously long. Yep. So the way their legs are attached, the whole idea is when they take off, each claw is going to get a shot at traction. Uh, so each one's in a different spot. So when is they this, Does this poor guy going to look like that all day? Does he think I'm going to die at any minute? <laughs> Look at him. He hasn't moved his head. Well, and that's one of the ways they stay alive because in Grand Cayman Island, it's a volcanic island, and yep. where you're going to find these guys are on the beach. Yep. That rock is going to look very similar to their skin. Turn him around and see if his head goes down. See if his head goes down. Let's see, he's not gonna see, let's see if he sees anything. He's going to oh, still look, isn't he? For, for those of you not here, Joe asking me to turn him around just means point him in a different direction, right. not at me. Yes, right. Right. Preferably right. at Rookie. <laughs> right. Are these things pretty right. elusive on Grand Cayman? I've been there. I don't remember seeing So any. they're very endangered. They're making a comeback because the um, International Iguana Foundation has um, acquired a large chunk of land, fenced it off, and their number one problem are, like, feral cats and raccoons and foxes. Now, full-grown like Luigi is, there's really nothing that's going to mess with him. He's, that's a stick of dynamite that nobody's lit the fuse to yet. Right. Oh. But when they're young, especially when, they're just, when the eggs are in the ground, that's when like, the cats and the raccoons will really do a hurt on their population. So this is fully grown. This is full grown. He's not going to grow up to be a Komodo dragon. Nope. He's a little over four feet long. Right now, he's probably about 13, 14 pounds. Yep. He'll keep putting on weight, kind of like the rest of us. Yeah. So he might get 20, 25 pounds if he's real big. His head's going to keep growing. Okay. So his head will actually get about as wide as my fist. What's like, the lifespan? Like so right, right. <laughs> on average, we're looking at 15 to 20 years for these guys. Okay. Monty's oldest one yep. went to 36 years old. Really? Our current oldest one is 34. Wow. How so, old is this guy? Uh, this guy is 12. Oh, this is a youngster. So, so he's, got some, he's got some years left. You can him. still you'll be making money off this guy for a long time. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the right. plan. Right. Uh, does it have teeth? How does it fight back when, yeah. uh, when so it's time to, get to scrap? Yeah. And These guys the aren't aggressive. They're never going to start the fight, yeah. but they will end it. Um, so now your normal green iguana, if you went into a pet store they, or you go down to Florida or Central South America, they get really long, six, eight feet long, and they have a super long tail. And if you scare them, they whip you at the tail, and then they crawl up a tree for safety. Oh, These guys run. can't crawl or can't climb. Okay. I mean, they can, but it looks like me trying to climb a tree at 4 a.m. after a bet with me and a buddy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you, you're going to want to watch because it's going to be hilarious. Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So anyway, a, if they get so a problem. A, he's so attentive. They he are, just doesn't move his head. They are paying attention to everything. But now when we get back to the joint and it's his turn to be out on the front table, right. that's his spot. Like, that's his recliner, his lazy chair. Okay. He knows this is my table. Even with all these people around here, he knows we're not going to let him bother them. Please tell me from time to time, just to amuse your audience, you throw a little kitty cat in there and let those two go <laughs> No, Kenny, throw... they don't do that. They, oh. they, so, they don't do that. Well, that would be entertaining. In <laughs> Canada one year, Monty was getting set up. I don't remember if it was at Calgary or which one it was for. 
But Tebow, his one that lived to be 36 years old, was a rhino iguana, wasn't any longer than this guy, but was twice as thick and heavy. Right. And Tebow, wherever Monty was, Tebow was there. So when he's setting up, yep, the iguana's just out there sunning himself. When he wanted to go back into the trailer, he'd basically knock on the door. You open the door, he'd hop in, go in, cool off. So let me stop. Don't. I want you to finish your story. But so Monty had a relationship with that animal. He did. All right. So Monty was a weird dude. One hundred percent. We yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, but some man. traits have been carried on. All right. <laughs> yeah. So he was setting up. One of the other vendors had a Rottweiler that got out, oh. saw Tebow laying there, and that Rottweiler went after the iguana. Wow. That iguana went from laying perfectly still, just like Luigi is right now, and just exploded as that Rottweiler lunged, went up underneath, grabbed him, and just kind of. Tebow gave a shake of his head uh-huh. and pretty much unzipped that Rottweiler oh. like he was wearing a coat. Whoa. Tebow walked about five feet, Monty said, laid back down, kept soaking up the sun. They got the Rottweiler wrapped up in a blanket, yeah. rushed him to the vet, and 170-some stitches later, he oh. was fine, too. Wow. But, like I said, they're not going to start the fight, but they're really going to end it. They're going to finish it. And much in Monty fashion, you asked the question, so we took the roundabout way to get there. They have teeth. They're very small, but they're extremely sharp. They're like little razor blades. Yeah. So they're not going to take your finger off, but all that pretty stuff on the outside and the stuff that makes them move real nice, it's cutting right through that. Does he ever take a swipe at you? Um, him, not so much. Strangers? What if we brought this young child up here? No, we're not going to bring a child up. Mom says, hell no. Do we like that child? Mom says, no. Mom's where's, on where's the one we don't like? Let's yeah. get that one any, up here. Any, yeah. <laughs> where's so the Weisenheimer? The thing you got to watch out for him, so later in the fair when we're going to get a little warmer in temperature, right? so he, you'll be standing next to him not paying attention, and he'll lick your skin, and you're like, oh, oh. that's salty, and then he'll want to take a little nip there. Oh. Not trying to be mean. He's just kind of like, it, I'm sure, at the fair. I want to eat, too. Serious question. If a cat just went by right now, would he explode off his case? He wouldn't go after it. He wouldn't bother. Because he doesn't start the fights. Right. So even my dog at home, who is just stupidly curious why he hasn't been bit in the face by something (laughs) yet. Right. Because he's always just that goofy look on his face, head cocked. Maybe it's because he's imitating his owner. I'm not sure. (laughs) But right there, wants to see. This guy just lets him be. He pays attention to him. He's watching him. But it's like, if you don't do anything to me, bud, I'm not going to do anything to you. Two, we got to take a break. We appreciate your time. Thank you, as always. I'll tell you right now. It's the uh, Reptile Show over across from Monty's the DNR. Traveling Monty's reptile Traveling show. Reptile Show, <laughs> run by two, do, two Best dogs. Best value at the fair. It's fun. Is business good, too? Business is always good at this good. fair. Good. It's so good that we haven't had to raise our prices in over a decade. We're still just $3. Really? But we're honest. We tell you we want your money, but yeah. we just want a little. And we're going to get the entire family to come in because we're cheap. Yep. And it's going to be good enough. We're going to get you coming back year after year. All right. Uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Two Dogs. Thank I you. Appreciate it. It. Thank you, know, you. Two Thank Dogs you. did reference uh, the temperature getting hot, and the iguanas like the hot sun. Well, yep. your air conditioning unit may not always like that hot sun. Just around the corner, I think we're flirting with 90s again, so your AC unit that's made it this far may not make it all the way. So have them get checked out by Welter Heating. Ray and Welter Heating online at welterheating.com. A wonderful, wonderful family-born business for 100 years, four generations. They are tops in the industry. 
They're right there in good old Minneapolis waiting for your call. They've got certified techs that will work on your air conditioning unit or maybe you're getting the heating unit ready for the uh, winter when it gets super cold. The two extremes in Minnesota. Have your machinery up to date with maybe the latest technology, the tune-ups, whatever the case may be. Give them a buzz, 612-825-6867, 612-825-6867. Air condition your shelter with Ray and Welter. Online at welterheating.com. Hey, GLers. This is Pete Arnold from Hire a Pro. You know, the company that helps you be your own contractor so you can make the roofing company profits instead of the roofing company? I've got Chrissy here. So, Chrissy, why are you in my commercial? You helped me replace my roof. How did that go? It went great. You educated us on how everything worked, showed us behind the curtain, so to speak. And after our $25,000 roof was replaced, we walked away with almost $6,000 for the work we put in. And what work was that? Uh, well, we got the permit and we picked the color. Hire Pro handled everything else. You did a great job, and I'm not even being paid to say that. If anyone's listening and has a storm damage claim, call them. Don't hire a roofer. Hire a pro. That's awesome. I, I appreciate the kind of words, and I, I think you just made up our new motto. All right, Joe, you're up. So if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400 or visit them online at hireadotpro. That's hire, uh, and then put the dot there, pro. Hey, thanks to Carboni's Pizzeria of St. Paul, Egan, and Invergrove Heights for helping to provide all of the GLers here at the Great Minnesota Get Together with a bag from the Garage Logic Merchandise Shop. Check out MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com to see all the available Liberty safes from our guy Rich. At Maple Grove Lock and Save, Rich, he's the owner. He's got some great news to share with us during the run of the Minnesota State Fair. The 10% off Liberty Safe Labor Day sale running through September 13th. Uh, the Liberty Safe has no equal. The best one you can buy constructed right here in the United States using materials procured here in the United States. Fully transferable warranties, best fire protection in the business. And 10% off during the Labor Day sale through September 13th, financing options are available. Get rates as low as 0% APR for 6- and 12-month loans. Be sure to ask Rich about setup and delivery. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. GLers, will you look who's here? Will you look who's here? Marjorie Johnson, our friend. Marjorie, this is such a treat. I didn't know we'd see you this year. Yeah, I didn't either. Do you have a, <laughs> do you have a TV appearance today? Um, we went to see, uh, we decided to come and see the pair and the ribbons. Really? So the kids brought you out, and, you're, and how many ribbons have you won? I won five this year. Five this year. She wow. won five. Nice. So it's one one million four hundred thousand five. <laughs> wow. So good to see you. Well, what did you win you. with? What are you most proud of that you won with? Uh, I guess the graham crackers. Oh, graham crackers. Why do you do this to me? Yeah. You like graham crackers? I love graham crackers. Marjorie, yeah. uh, it's a lovely day for the fair. It's not too hot. Well... <laughs> a little warm for you? It's a little warm. Yeah, but you look great, and I, I can hardly see you. You're, uh, 
She there looks, you like, are. She All looks right. like Kilroy. <laughs> Here, uh, Marjorie, uh, you talked to us on the opening day of the fair. Right, right. On the, and as yeah, I said, yeah. we didn't think we'd see you, but we're so glad we saw yeah, you. Yeah, so it was nice to talk to you then. But it's nice to see you in person. Oh, it's good to be seen. Better to be seen than viewed, Marjorie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Marjorie, when you're on the fairgrounds, do you get a happy feeling? Yes. I love, I love the Minnesota State Fair. Right. I really love it. I'm going to, I've been here over 50 years or some kind of a celebration, I think, for those who have been here. 50 or more years. Yes, we just uh, were talking to a fellow earlier, John Heyer, who's getting a 50-year award, and I bet you are too. Yeah, right. I'm getting a 50-year award, yeah. And Marjorie, we're going to continue our push to get a building named for you. <laughs> we want a building named for you. I the Creative Arts Building. Right? The, the Creative Arts Building should be the Marjorie Johnson I Creative mean, Arts Building. Yeah, that would be good. Wouldn't that be something? That because would that's really where, be something. That's where you're always put your exhibits, right, in creative arts? Uh, yeah. Until I wrote the cookbook. Now I put it in the horticulture building. Oh, okay, the horticulture yeah, building. Yeah, but your bread and butter was creative arts, though, right? I, yeah, way back when. That was before I won, wrote the cookbook. And because I wrote the cookbook, they thought I was a professional. Oh, rules. No good deed goes unpunished. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boy, is that true. Well, we're going to have the CEO, the new general manager of the State Fair, on later this week. Oh, and I, we're going to make I, our push. Joe's going to push hard. Right, yeah. And I want you to be there for it when they put the sign up. I want you to be. Okay. Maybe the kids will bring you back out for that. Right. Well, obviously okay. they will. That'd be quite an honor. Well, first we have to get them to agree to it. Yeah, yeah well, we will. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got people. All right, Joe. Yeah, we got people. I'm, I'm behind you. Marjorie, Mar what do you snack on at the State Fair when you're just hanging around? What do you have the kids get for you? Uh, actually, I brought some uh, watermelon juice. And that's all I've eaten. Oh, you're a, you're a woman after my own heart. I I, uh, I like fair food, but I just don't eat it. No, it's it's too um, too rich. Watch it now, Marjorie. We're trying to get a building name yeah, for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, yeah. careful. Just not for you. <laughs> no. Now, what will you see today? Are you on your Are you about to leave the yeah, fair? Or have yeah. you just begun your visit? After I talk to you, then. Uh, Stephen and Marlene are going to drive me home. Yep, Steve and Marlene are right over here. Right, One of them's a nuclear physicist. The other <laughs> invented the atom bomb or something. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, you have wonderful children. Oh, I do. I have the just absolutely wonderful children. I have three of them. Right. Well, you have uh, Steve and Marlene. And then Marilee out in California. Does she ever come around? Yes, she does. Right. She was here. We all went to the celebrated my hundred and fourth birthday, and we, uh, yeah, we did that. And so. Did Did you make Barbie clothes for Marlene? Oh boy! You said are. you almost wore your fingers off. Yeah, and my eyesight too. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. were they all scrubs? Were they all doctors' outfits no, and stuff like that? No, no, no. I didn't even make any of those. I made. Uh, 
All the little tiny cute Barbie clothes. Oh, boy. Uh, well, Marjorie, uh, I don't want to keep you. I know your uh, your schedule probably has you heading out now, and but it sure was good to see you. We're yes, honored that you was. made it one of our stops. This is this is the thirtieth fair in a row then that we've actually had you with us on the stage. Yeah, right. And it, we're and you're a, you're way past that. You're fifty year recipient. Fifty years, ladies and gentlemen. Standing you're wonderful. Ovation. You're just you're a Minnesota institution. How many years have you been out here? Thirty. Thirty. Yep. Wow. Funny yeah. thing is, is he looks older than you do, Martha. <laughs> 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 well, Marjorie, always a pleasure. It was a real treat for us to get to see you today. Yeah, I, I liked uh, talking to you before, but this is even better. Oh, yeah. To see you in person. Yeah, that's and what everybody says. Yeah. No, not everybody. Uh, say, um, <laughs> uh, do you have a wife and two children? Three. Three? Three. Eleven grandchildren. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a wife. There was a wife at some point. Yeah, she's put up with a lot, Marjorie. Yeah, I'll say. What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer? Yeah. And where are your kids' names? Andy, Emily, and Stephanie. Oh, three yeah. girls. No, Andy's a boy. Oh, Andy. He changed. Oh, I thought she said Emily. No, I did. There's Andy, Emily, and Stephanie. Yeah. Kind of turned into the interviewer, hasn't she? Uh, she yeah, has. she's you, interviewing you. know, you. Marjorie, you've always done that. There's always been a part of you that turns the things around and you start asking me questions. Marjorie, <laughs> you should ask him how much he makes a year. No, we're, we're all not, curious about that. We don't right. want to do that, Marjorie. We're, we're not, don't listen to him. Part, the best part was years ago when she was talking about his house. I don't want to hear yeah, that, that either. The best. Yeah. Built a brand I new house, I don't want to hear that either. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes, and I brought you some things. Yes. But I want the cans back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every year, yeah. I didn't yep. get a chance to put my name in, but don't forget. Okay. No, because they're rare, aren't they? It's hard to find Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's an actual tin, tin oh, can. Oh, tin cans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you don't, if the people don't give me back my cans, they never get anything. Oh, <laughs> she, she remembers. <laughs> yeah. So I brought you one. Um, all right. Oh, you have that. are some orange. Uh, orange. They're in there. Something's in there. Cupcakes. Cupcakes? Mm -hmm. Orange. Are they orange caramel cupcakes? What are these? It's funny how Rook runs right to the food, isn't it? These are uh, graham crackers. Oh, Rook, graham you like crackers. the graham Wouldn't crackers. Wouldn't it be wonderful if she had such a sense of humor that snakes flew out of this thing? <laughs> I would love that. Well, let's write Marjorie's name on those. Uh, oh, wow. Marjorie, those are look at that. Oh, look at, yeah. John, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, John, go. after all these years, you must have a song for Marjorie. Goodness, I, I wasn't prepared. I, I know, know you're not, but Marjorie's you're going to do it anyway. So. Oh, I, I see. I see. What, let, what, what should we do? Uh, well, you could make up a ditty. Marjorie's been here a long time. She's going to be a 50-year award winner yeah. at the Minnesota State Fair. Why don't you ask Marjorie who her favorite musician is, John? No, that's... that's <laughs> okay. Not that anybody else on the Garage Logic staff would have a tin like this sitting around, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those are Marjorie's. Yeah, I'm writing her name on the tape right now. Marjorie, have you ever had a song done for you? 
Well, you're about to. Oh. Yeah. How long have we talked to Marjorie? 30 years? Every 30, year? Every, every, every year. Every fair. Okay. She has opened the fair for us. Every year. Marjorie opens the fair at Garage Logic. Yes. She's with us every year. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What rhymes with year? And <laughs> one thing that she won't drink. Oh, she won't have a but she still like coffee. But she likes watermelon juice. She had some this year at the fair. I know you could do it, John. Yeah, I ran out of words. I know you did. <laughs> That's rhymes okay. With watermelon. <laughs> well, Marjorie she comes here with her kids, and they show her around. She's won many ribbons with her cake. They call a pound. As she looks into the glass and sees her blue, blue ribbons. I just wanted to play a lick there, sorry. She gets goosebumps in her arms and all types of misgivings. I couldn't think of anything for ribbons. Yeah, close enough. That's close. That's fantastic. Everybody, Marjorie Johnson. Thanks, Marjorie. You're Thank you very much, dear. We'll take a break now. Okay. Just hit that sounder. Spiral Light Candles, ladies and gentlemen, is located in the grandstand here at the Great Minnesota Get Together. They're at the big base staircase that's right smack in the middle of it. If you walk down that staircase, you will be scenting, smelling, looking at, feeling candles that are not boring don't burn boring candles that's where spiral light candles comes in they're huge fans of garage logic this business was started in the garage by the family family members that are selling those right there on the spot in the grandstand some of the great senses well if you give them the wink wink nudge nudge say no more you might be getting your hands on a beautiful beautiful candle that's the cylinder index candle limited supplies on that otherwise there is a wonderful um Rainforest candle, and don't forget about the mini donut and the old-fashioned. Do not nibble on that thing. It's just there to burn. They burn in a circular motion. That's why they're not boring. Available right here at the Minnesota State Fair. Tell them that you heard it from the rookie with the wink nudge and just see what happens. Spiral light candles and the grandstand and spiralightcandles.com. Marjorie's song. Hey, become a town council member today and get a free $10 Fratelloni's gift card along with other great benefits and only during the state fair. Enter the keyword fair to get your first month free. This will now be Marjorie's song forever. All right. Boone Motorsports in Monticello, they have all the brands that helps us make the most out of the changing seasons, including an amazing selection of Claris ATVs currently in stock. The best savings of the season on the popular player sportsman line of ATVs is right now. You can save up to $750 on select sportsmen. Go to the website, check out everything, moonmotorsports.com. The family that loves riding the trails knows that fall in Minnesota is a great time to get out and hit the trails with family and friends. Uh, the trails, the scenery, the weather, it all comes together during the fall in the Midwest. And for those of you hunting out the best selection of used motorcycles, Moon has many to choose from in the 
greatest selection of brands. Again, the website, a great place to start. Head to that giant coliseum of motorsports in Monticello, south side of 94, 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities, and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Here's today's State Fair Animal. Our friend Doris Mould is here. It would not be a State Fair show without Doris. And to think we had Marjorie and uh, uh, Doris today, that's Two fantastic. Dogs. Let me guess what this animal is. Don't tell me, Doris. This is a mastodon. <laughs> huh? Close a enough. yak. It's a yak. Well, Joe, no. Uh, you've Scottish. seen these, Aunt. Huh? Scottish cow. Scott, you're, Scottish you're close, Ricky. Highlander. Highlander. Yes. Ah, dang it. Scottish Highland. Oh, this is a gorgeous. Is this a male? Why would you think it's a male, Joe? Look at the swimsuit area. Yeah, but it's got horns. Gigantic. Yeah, but got the yeah. big swimsuit area. Yeah. Check. Yeah, check out very fairly prominent swimsuit area. Prominent. So it's a, it's a milking cow. Well, she does milk. Right. I've got Mark, her owner, with me today. Hi, Mark. Mark, what's your last name? Mark Schultz. Mark Schultz, where are you from, Mark? We're from Elkton, Minnesota, Elkton. just east of Austin, east southwest of Austin. Rochester. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is a gorgeous animal. Thank you. She's and it's a, a Scottish she's a, Highlander. She's a four-year-old cow. This is her second calf. The calf's on the other side oh, here, Jenna. Oh, there's a calf here? Yeah, behind her. I don't so, see it. Oh, so yeah, Jenna does the it. milking for us. Yep. So so Jenna's still nursing. Okay. She'll get weaned here in is about this, another month. Is this her child? Yes. Oh, yep. so they know each other. They do. They <laughs> hang out quite a bit. <laughs> They're okay. familiar. Yep, they've, they've seen each other. Uh, and uh, what category is this uh, animal registered in here at the fair? So we're just here in the Moo booth for uh, breed promotion, education, display purposes. We have our own Highland shows uh, in the fall. We'll have one down in Austin in uh, September. All right. So that's what are, when we what show are, what, are you, what are the judges looking for? So first of all, they should be looking for confirmation, you know, right. from the ground up. Are they sturdy and rugged animals that can can last for a lot of years. Boy, she looks like it. She is. She's a good, she's a keeper. And so is, so is her baby. This is Leslie. Leslie. All right. What's yeah. her baby's name? Her baby's name is Jenna. Jenna. And, and Jenna, and Jenna's going to stay at our farm as well. Okay. So. How many of these do you have back home? We've got a little over 40 right now. Oh, boy. Now you're scratching it. You have a long pole with a hook at the end of it, and you're scratching her belly. Yep. That's why, just why. Just to keep her calm. That does it, huh? Yep. It's right. it's a soothing type of thing. Well, here comes the uh, here comes Jenna. Look at that baby. Mark, can we borrow that so we can calm Joe down? Yeah, that's usually like, at the beginning of the show. We can arrange that. Yeah. How old is Jenna? <laughs> Jenna's about five months. Boy, she's a beauty. She's about seventy-two pounds at birth, and she's. Probably pushing 450 right now. I bet mm. mom was glad when that was done, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And now, how soon before we eat these animals? Well, so these these two are going to be our breeding animals, so oh. we won't. They'll make the ones that we're going to eat. Okay. But typically, we're we do grass finished. Highlands yep. mature, oh, mature a little slower. Yeah. And we do grass finished, so that slows the process down a bit. Right. So we we uh, we uh, dress ours at about. 30, just under 30 months. Oh, boy. May we ask a controversial question that we've broached before? Are you, do you particularly prefer grass or corn-fed? <laughs> that is a loaded question. So I grew up on corn-fed Holstein animals. I was on a, raised on a dairy farm. Same. And they were fine. I do prefer grass-fed beef oh, now. Okay. And, and uh, specifically Highland beef at that. Okay. I, bet, I bet it's fantastic. You bet. It is. Yeah. Would you be willing to fight somebody over that? 
because that is that's a seriously contentious question. It is uh, even in, in my household, and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> um, even my dad does not buy my beef. Really? Wow! <laughs> yeah. Really? Because he doesn't believe in grass-fed beef. Have you so. ever snuck a little in, like maybe oh, yeah. during Thanksgiving? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he comes to my house, he's eating grass. <laughs> That is a fan. It's very calm. Doris, the animals you brought this year have been very well behaved. Well, we, we try. We start, uh, we start working with the calves when they're first born. Right. And uh, uh, Jenna's been a little rambunctious. She just came to the fair yesterday. We oh. switch out pairs every four days of okay. the fair. Yep. So she's just getting used to all the commotion. But is usually the, by the end of the four days, they're pretty, pretty good. Is has the, oh has Leslie been here the whole time? Nope, she came yesterday morning oh, okay. as well. Okay. We got up about 2 a.m. They yep. had an early early wake up, and we were up here and in place by 7 a.m. Are they prone to act up in the in the barn, or is it just usually calm, cool? That's their home base. It's a lot in how you work with the animals, okay. so we, we try and keep them calm as can be. And, and it, uh, in that heat we had the first few days, it's important to be calm and keep them calm. I suppose it pays to be very... Uh very caring with them, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. Boy, they're, it, they're it, handsome. You, develop, you, you try and develop a level of trust with the animals yeah. so that when you're taking them across to fairgrounds full of people, you know, that they trust that you're doing all right with right. them. Right. What a handsome animal. Well, it was interesting when we were coming over, Joe. She was, uh, she, I think she was happy to come to GL because right. she sped up, actually, when she heard we were coming your way. A lot of the cows do that. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of the cows do that, right. Word's getting out. But, yeah. the, but the thing is, is that, you know, fair visitors out there, if you see a cow, I know it's great to see a cow, but they're kind of like a semi-truck. You don't stop in front of them and no. block their way because they kind of have a, they don't stop on a dime. No, it's like turning around an ocean liner, isn't it? it? It is. It is sort of like that. Doris, will you have the person that stops to take a selfie when you're walking <laughs> this particular person? Uh, well, we have lots of selfie takers, and a lot of people um, <laughs> like to push their stroller out in front of the cow oh, as well. Oh, wow. not, so, not a good yeah. that's not a, Yeah, that's not a good thing. But uh, but we do our best getting them over, and, and Mark and, and his crew and our crew uh, do our best job possible. They... Uh, but as you can see, they're wonderful animals, and they've obviously been worked with a tremendous amount. Who's the gal combing the calf? Uh, Jessica Lipke. Hi, Jessica. Hi. You're very, uh, that keeps her calm, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's combing. therapeutic. Yeah. Man. Could you but, use that on my beard for just a couple I of try. seconds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you'd have to come down here, though, Kenny. So, so we um, Do it. Spurs, come on, right? Kenny. Do Question it. for you, Doris. That I was watching you bring the cows over, and you're kind of manhandling the crowd and getting everybody out of the way. I didn't touch anybody. You were a running no. blocker. <laughs> Could you do that for Joe and I when we go back to the bus? Just sure. kind of get everybody sure. parted? There's a cost for that. You know it's what you charge. run into, if, if seriously, what you're running into if you see a mom put a stroller in front of Leslie or whatever, people lose sight of nature, don't they? They certainly do. And, uh, well, and it's just because they're not used to being around cows and, and other farm animals. I think sometimes they think it's like a dog. And uh, while they're friendly, they're awfully big, and we want to make sure that we keep both the people and the animals safe while we're here at the fair. Right. And uh, I think that... Uh, these cows should be commended for the way they're behaving. They're fantastic. I hope you win her blue ribbon, Mark. 
Well, they're champions in our eyes. Yeah. Yep. We're oh. and we're like I said, we have the show down in Austin, and that's our North Central Regional Show. Right. Most of the folks helping us here today are volunteers from our association. Okay. So they come and spell me for a while so I can take a break. What's uh, that uh, goober on the side of Leslie there? That is that a wound? That no, that's uh, Jenna just gave her a little slobber when she turned. Oh, I little see. Affection. Little Je- affection. Jenna just had lunch before she came. Oh yeah. And uh, she's got a little juices flowing. Oh, in her. I kind of like Reavers. Yeah. Such yeah. after that foot long. Well yeah. well, yeah, they produce a lot of saliva, and yeah. uh, that's what helps make their stomachs work because they have a, a complex stomach, and they need in that uh, they ferment a lot of feed and things, and so that slobber, that amount of saliva, is naturally occurring in cattle. Well, that's that's oh. just gross, uh, Doris. No, it's just the way. <laughs> Just, just the, the way, way it is. Uh, just the way it right. is, uh, Kenny. Is it bad that when Joe said, "What's that goober?" I was looking for a person he no, was referring no. to. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, I'll, Mark. I'll, I'll tell you that that um, you know, grow. If you think goober's gross, you know, I never had kids, so I never changed diapers. Right. But I've wiped a lot of cow butts when oh. we're showing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's on the clean? Well, who's on the bucket today? We got. We've got Jacob on the bucket. He's he's trying to break into show business. Well, he here just caught well. a live yeah, yeah. one. I yeah. saw him catch one. Yeah. Caught one in, walking in. Yeah. He, he yes. caught a pooper. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> scored a you know, ten from the judges. <laughs> I I was I didn't I wasn't able to listen to the whole podcast, but I guess yesterday's. Uh, uh, part of yesterday's history note was about the cornstalk war. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's near where I grew up. Really? In Sunrise. Uh, yes, near Sunrise. sunrise. A pinpoint Sunrise for us. Seriously. Sunrise is um, north of the Twin Cities, approximately 45 minutes. Uh, it's north of uh, North Branch. Yeah. And it's well. actually on the Sunrise River. And at uh, Sunrise River and the St. Croix River meet yeah. at Sunrise. And my, my dad's family settled there before Minnesota was a state. Really? And wow. they, they farmed there, and then they also had a grist mill uh, and other uh, activities Is there in the still area. a downtown Sunrise? Uh, there's not much to it. Uh, they were supposed to build the railroad through Sunrise, and right. you can see the old railroad grade. Right. They had sold bonds and every stocks, excuse me, and everything. And uh, the railroad never got built through Sunrise. It went through North Branch instead. Okay. And so the fortunes... Uh, of, of certainly sunrise changed on that but quite the road some time bed, ago. The roadbed's still there for the yeah. Ra- they, oh, you cool. can still see the the roadbed. Yes, for the railroad. Bed. Oh, that's fascinating. Wow. Oh. Was your was your granddad in the cornstalk wars? I wonder. So it would have been my great 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 grandfather. Yeah. yeah. I'm not quite that old, Joe. Okay. Well, I didn't mean that. I was just. I can't do the math. Try. Yeah. My my great great grandfather was. He was part of the militia and stuff. Wow. So. Well, thanks again, Doris. We always love when you bring today's State Fair Animal. And we won't be here tomorrow. Right. But we're here Thursday and Friday. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Here's today's State Fair Animal. Thanks to Leslie and Jenna and Jessica and uh, the kid working the bucket. It's a uh, beautiful, beautiful animal. And there, there they go. Be careful. Don't lose sight of nature. Oh, look at that big beast. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a big animal. Oh, she does have a distinctive swimsuit area. Yes, yeah, very much so. I didn't see that when I first uh, you know, tomorrow, first took a look. Tomorrow you said we're not here, right? So right. GLers are where we're not here. Uh, last night uh, I found out my wife is also off work tomorrow, so I'm off work with my wife, and I said, oh, what do you want to do tomorrow? Do you know what she said? No. 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 Yep. no. She said, 
Go to the fair. Why don't wow. you grow a pair you know and what say I, no? Well, no, what I actually said, Chris, was, yes, dear. Why don't you so, put your foot down? I'm, wow. going to the, I'm going to the fair again tomorrow. Are you going to be wearing the skirt or uh, uh, maybe. pantsuit uh, outfit? Uh, I think the skirt be warm on. Culottes, What do you maybe? got there, Joe? Well, if they could, they'd put uh, Scottish Highland beef in a Prano Pup. I'll Ooh, say. But I don't yeah. think they're, they're quite ready for that yet. Prano Pup is the official... Food on a stick in Garage Logic. It's the original Minnesota State Fair food on a stick since 1947, and it remains the best value at the fair. And the fair's getting pricey, but a Prano Pup is still affordable. Uh, founded in 1947 by the Carnes family. I told you yesterday, I have memories of Prano Pups from a kid. They've been around a long time. It was Prano Pups. Uh, and there was a. There used to be a whale here that was shot full of bullets or something, and then uh, <laughs> what? And then there was uh, Bonnie and Clyde's bullet-ridden car was here uh, when I was a kid. They had motorcycle races in a barrel. They had a real freak show with real freaks. Got to make a living, right? And they had Prano pups. Prano uh. pups have been here a long time, and it's still owned and operated by the Carnes family. Greg and Wayne Carnes are two great GLers. There are eight locations throughout the fairgrounds. Support Prano Pups this year, the official food on a stick in Garage Logic. Hey, some of you in the crowd are showing off your Sooch on a Stick, thanks to the official Prano Pup vendor of the Minnesota State Fair for helping us bring those to you. And check out your Sooch on a Stick for all of their Minnesota State Fair locations. Such I didn't do my research. I don't know if you can actually find the seafoam product Bugs Be Gone at the Minnesota State Fair. But if you look hard enough, you can find it. Uh, you can also find it Fleet Farm, Walmart, your neighborhood NAC, hardware stores, auto parts stores. You can find it in the uh, the door pocket of my truck. The stuff. The seafoam shirt. Right there, right we got a seafoam shirt. That's yep. pretty awesome. Did that come from me? Did I give you that? Oh, sorry about that. I'm such a loser. He's actually not a fan. He did of it you. to make you smile, he said. Have you tried Bugs Be Gone? It's a well, you can find it at Fleet Farm. You can buy it by the gallon, you can buy it by the spray bottle. And you spray it on the windshield and these things just start sliding down the windshield and you wash them off. Really easy. Breaks the sticky bond of bugs and crud with the surface of whatever they're attached you know what it also breaks the the bond of basically anything organic it works on and it's safe for all surfaces glass cars motorcycles boats uh, non-toxic water-based formula no film no haze when it dries just keep a bottle once you find it in your vehicle miracle juice bug voodoo is what it is just another fine product from our friends at seafoam i uh first i gotta do this guy rook Come on up, sir. Uh, grab that uh, microphone right there, and, and uh, you are? Uh, my name's Kickley. I'm a painter. And you've been sitting here, and what have you done? Yeah, I did a painting of you guys. Uh, no, I've you're been... not a painter. You're an artist. Wow, an artist. That's fun. That is fantastic. Very cool. That's really cool. Did you just do that now? Yeah. Yeah. And did you start when we started? When did you uh, start I think that? I was probably about 10 minutes late. 
Wow. Wow. Well, that is really Wait, cool. I gotta see how I look. What do you do yeah. with that work? Here, pinch it. Kinkly? Um, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've I've just been documenting the fair the last uh, three years live now. Really? And then, like last year, I was the Vikings' official artist, oh. and I've been painting the twins in the wild and all oh, the Oh, that is nifty. That is so, nifty. Do you yeah. have a booth at the fair? No. Last year, I partnered with uh, Minnesota Bound, okay. and uh, you know, I was wanting to see if if it was uh, smart for me to to get a booth. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I like being able to float around and yeah. get things and stuff. So, Well, congratulations, and thank you for doing that. That's very yeah, nice. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Thanks. Nice very to meet you cool. Can people you. find more information of you online? I know you're on social media. I've seen some yeah, of your Yeah, Kickly stuff. Sports. So Kick and then L-I-Y Sports. Cool. At uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Kickly Sports. Yep, Kickly Sports. Well, yep. If we go to that, can we see this one later today? Yeah, I'll post it here momentarily. Okay, so, great. Nice. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll, I'll drop off a Vikings print pack for you, too. All so. right, thank you. Right. Or, thank if you, you ever want to, Kickly. I'd love to auction that off for second yeah. stork. Yeah, let's do that. I'll get in touch you with you. guys sign it? Somebody back here was saying, like, if you guys I'll get in touch with you so we back. do it right. Yeah. So it doesn't go for, you know, 20 bucks at the fair. We'll, we'll yeah. find a way to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Good. sign it. Thank you. Awesome. Good Thanks. luck. Oh, great. Thank you. I was going to offer him 10 bucks. You know? <laughs> oh, that's a, it's a really good. I mean, he, there's detail on us. Yeah. I was very, very impressed. Yeah. So, I you know, every once in a while, yes. uh, we got several um, vendor legends, food yes. vendors at the <laughs> at State Fair. Giggles being one of them. Greg Carnes is going to be on. We've had all the big ones on, including Dan O'Gara. But. Uh, he packed up the bar, left the bar business, and only does the state fair with his wife, Chris, who's really the boss of everything. But That's they true. always come up with good stuff every year to be fresh. What did you come up with this year, Danny? Uh, we have a new item, and it's called Dill Ishes uh. Grilled Cheese Bites. And there's, we have 100 leprechauns in the basement of the joint making these little grilled cheese sandwiches with dill in it. And oh. there's a ranch dipping sauce. I had those last Friday. My kid, who loves your Rubens, said, I got to go get a Reuben. I did so bring a couple Rubens for back after <laughs> this. <laughs> I got those, and those are killer. Trust Good. Me. Thank you. They're, they're going very well. They're not greasy. No. And there's a crispness to them that uh, really uh, complemented by the ranch. I love how Rook turns into Guy Fieri whenever we have What do you food. need to know? Yeah. And uh, Dan, Dan, do you miss the bar? You know what? I, we really miss the people, and our, this gives us an opportunity to see a lot of our staff comes and works the fair still. So we, we get to see a lot of the folks and, you know, just running into people on the grounds. It's, well, originally, wasn't the bar supposed you. to be part of the new development? It was, and, and, you know, there was a lot of factors we considered. Yeah. Um, and we decided pay that. Pay being uh, one of them. Just pay being one of them, because they were forcing your hand, weren't they? What's that? Pay being one of them. Yes. The city was forcing your hand, yeah. saying. You need to change the rules, and yeah, and you know that, and it's not just St. Paul, but the, the direction of some of these cities is a, you know, it's a little frightening they're for not, business uh, owners. They're not kind to the small businesses, no. are they? And the amazing memories Hopefully that have been the, made in those bars, the yeah. everything you had there. I've thrown up many a time. Uh, in the you had some nooks and crannies in there. You could really get away with the, well. I, I won't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to get green room. Yeah. <laughs> Lock yourself in the green room and back, and you're, to you're fine and sitting pretty. I'm many memories of playing a guitar in your bar oh, yeah. in the old days. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we had a lot of great times. Obviously, we were yeah. there 77 years, so it, yeah. um, it looked pretty good for 77, huh? What's oh. the drink? <laughs> What's the drink you brought? This is our new slushy. We've uh, kind of become the slushy capital out here. We change it up every year, and this year we partnered with a local brewery, uh, Lipridge, out of Stillwater, and they've been incredible. So it's uh, they made a specific seltzer for us. It's lemon ice, and we mix it with a little bit of blueberry Red Bull. Oh and boy, they've been wow. flying. They're oh, awesome. Really? Yeah. Really? It yeah. looks on a nice hot day very thirsty. Yeah. Rick, I don't think you've ever had one of our slushies. Uh, before 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's there's no alcohol in there. There is alcohol. Yeah, there oh, is. There is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's about five percent. Oh, okay. About the same as a as a beer. Yeah. And it's and you're and this place is only open during the fair. You can't be open the rest of the year. We we do do some private events. They let yeah. us do some private events, and we also uh, we do the two car shows back, to the, back to the fifties and the, uh, the but muscle car show. But you can't sell alcohol, can you? We sell beer and wine for those shows. You now. can for many many years. MSRA didn't allow right. beer sales, and after when they came back after the pandemic, the uh, had a change of mind. You seem too happy art. to me. I, I, I'm, you seem, You should open up another restaurant. You seem way too happy and relaxed. <laughs> Has your life changed since the bar closed? Well, since then, uh, about six months after, I became a grandpa. So really? I got wow. a four-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter that awesome. we just adore. It's awesome. We have yeah. a, just a riot. It's yeah. so much fun. The and guy that cheated off of me at Creighton High School is now in Naples six months in a day, and I'm still laughing at fart jokes on the radio. Well, if I had cheated off of you, he wouldn't be I, wouldn't have, I, wouldn't be I don't Naples. think he was cheating off We would have done better if the Domler would have applied himself, right, or McKernan. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how's business at the fair? It's This year has been amazing. I mean, it's just everybody's in a good mood. It's The weather's been great. Yep. You know, the first day was a little warm, but it's still a fantastic day. And, you know, going on the weekend, it'll be hot again, but yeah. this is what we do in Minnesota. Well, yeah. It's good you, for you beer guys, sales. You yeah. guys do a great job over there Friday. Like I said, we went packed. Boom, boom, boom. Misters. We were in and out of there, you know, in a matter of minutes. It wasn't yep. like it was crazy. On the hot days, we got the slushies. We got misters going and yep. air-conditioned bathrooms that we bring in. Yep. Yep. You could have yep. reserved me a table, though. I had to go in sit the bathroom? On, I had to go sit on the <laughs> curb. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay extra for that. Well, Dan, it's always good to see you. Good to see you guys. I love it. Thank you very much. These look like a great treat. What do you ask for if you're at O'Gears? What are these called? Uh, Delicious grilled cheese bites. So there's a little bit of dill seasoning in the the grilled cheese. Dill. Dill. Get it? D-I-L-L. The pickles are a big deal at the fair this year. Uh, The pickle pizza last year kind of put it on the map. Really? Yeah, and it's just, I I don't know how many new pickle items there are this year, but there's a lot. (laughs) Well, thanks again. Thank you, guys. Slushy is good. I might need help getting to the bus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to take a time out and be back shortly. Hey, Johnny. Yes, Chris. Make sure to remind the good people out here uh, of our friends at Prano Pup because they are the ones that brought to us Such on a Stick. And uh, that's a that's a crowd favorite right out here is the Such on a Stick. Is, right. So stop by the GL Merchandise booth and find out more. Here's Johnny Height. Johnny Height, what's he doing? Is John going to tell him about the face on the stick? No, I just meant here's John with the guitar. Oh. Here's Rookie. Here's Rookie to remind you. That just like satisfied customer Mary, 
who's sitting in front of us and has a map. Just purchased a map of Garage Logic, the 30th anniversary edition. Proceeds for that go to my charity, Second Stork, which I co-founded in 2008. So if you'd like to help out, you're helping out the neediest of the needy without politics or religion, go purchase a Garage Logic Gumption County 30th anniversary map and help out very needy children. Thank you. Thank you. And also. And Dan. Oh, you want me to tell them about Carbonis too? I, I do. Yes. Oh, With okay. a well, mouthful of Reuben? All right, I will tell you about Carbonis. Carbonis, since 1954, <laughs> they have been doing a wonderful job creating delicious pizza pies. Now, currently in 2023, I want you to visit the Invergrove Heights location or the Egan location or the East 7th Street in St. Paul location. Only the freshest ingredients. How about the um, the know-how, the knowledge of what people want? I love it at my store. We can get those delicious sandwiches. You can get them hot, and they are fantastic. Great pasta and all the good fixings. Remember, it's Carboni's on East 7th Street in St. Paul in Egan, and also the one in Invergrove Heights. For many, many years, the name Carboni's has meant great pizza. Only because they come to us all the way from, where are the traveling Lymans We're today? Newfoundland. They're in the North Atlantic Ocean. Wow. Oh, wow. Swimming? So this, these were, these were telegraphed to us off a ship. Wow. <laughs> yep. And they came in just in time to the mayor's office. To say there's a glacier ahead. On this day, <laughs> on this day. August today, 29th. Wow. In 1857. The Constitutional Conventions for the soon-to-be state of Minnesota agreed to a compromise document as the state's constitution. The convention had split into two parts, Republican and Democratic, shortly after it convened. While the groups were unable to bring themselves to work together formally, they managed to produce nearly identical documents that formed the state's <laughs> constitution. No change in cooperation has been noted since. On this day, August 29th. also in 1857, Minnesota experienced the first ripple of the panic of 1857 as the William Brewster and Company Bank went out of business, Ooh. soon followed by the Marshall and Company Bank on October 3rd and the Truman M. Smith Bank on October 4, which inspired the movie Brewster's Millions. The f really? The first Richard Pryor, Richard um, Pryor the yeah. documentary. I didn't know it was why a documentary. Did <laughs> Kenny, so why did I fall for that? Joe, Joe. The oh, first Joe. depression. The first millions oh, with Richard Pryor. And then he gives Jesus. you that. Really? It's like he, you were thinking, God, my God, he said something intelligent. Yeah, I should have known. <laughs> Thank you. The first depression in the territory. The panic was caused in part by the unsound land speculation of the territory's boom period and by the August 24 collapse of the New York branch of the Ohio Life Insurance and Trust Company, which brought down banks across the country, causing a nationwide depression that lasted three years. Wait a minute. Until the Civil War? GLers, you're about to witness history. What's that? Joe, you, you are aware who co-stars in Brewster's Millions. I am not. Pryor. No. That would be one John Candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, wasn't that the rule? Yeah. <laughs> and finally on this Joe. day. Lost yeah. interest in his own yeah. bed. Yeah. Finally on this day. Joe, yeah. today uh -huh. is August 29th, I In heard. 1860, St. Paul's first telegraphed message was delivered to William H. Seward, 
governor of New York and Republican presidential hopeful. What did the message say? Said, how are you doing today, uh, did you William? Get this? William, you know, he got his throat cut the same day Lincoln got assassinated. I did not know that. He did. One of the uh, co-conspirators of John Wilkes Booth attacked Seward, cut his throat. Did he die? No, he did not die. He lived. Was he killed by the CIA? He was, the same way that... There was no CIA then, Chris. Got right. it. Well, GLers, uh, we're absent tomorrow from the State Fair, but back Thursday and Friday for the great Minnesota get-together. And thank you very much, Gumption County residents. Great to see you. And uh, we'll be back Thursday. Take it away, Johnny Height. I was just playing the beginning of Happy I know. Trails. That's, That's fine. GLers, don't forget about the Garage Logic YouTube channel. And uh, special thanks to Pat once again for providing all of the State Fair shows via the social media channels Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all there for you, isn't it, Rob? Mike Weber for every uh, show making it sound. My wife said this is the best the show has sounded in all 30 years. Except for the content, right? Didn't mention content. Oh, okay. Yeah, she did not compliment content. <laughs> Yes. Are we done? We'll see it there. Are we done yet? Are we done yet? It is that time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will also get a no obligation 48-minute financial consultation. And you know what? You will always get straight talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is with us once again. And today, Josh, you would like to touch on Jackson Hole and earnings today. Jackson Hole on earnings. Well, a big meeting, Chris, that took place last week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, where some people say, well, it really isn't Jackson Hole. It's Jackson Lake, where the Kansas City Fed sponsors their annual symposium, bringing in all the Fed governors and other noted guests, notably other central bankers from around the world to meet and discuss monetary policy and the state of the world. I had expected and did tell you my belief that when Jay Powell spoke at almost the conclusion of the conference, he was going to say, higher for longer. And Jay Powell said, higher for longer. Well, he said a lot more than that. And depending on your point of view, you could have taken out that Jay Powell continued to be hawkish regarding interest rates. If you were dovish, you could say that Jay Powell seemed to indicate that future rate hikes could be off the table. And the market has responded a bit more positively to the news and or is accepting, finally, that short-term interest rates are going to be higher for longer. The Fed is going to continue their restrictive policy of higher shorter-term rates and continuing to sell bonds on the market, also known as quantitative tightening. What was very interesting relating to the bond market, and bear in mind that the Fed does not control the long-term bond market, only the short-term interest rates, and long-term rates will respond based on traders' views of the future. And right now, with the Fed releasing more bonds, quantitative tightening, the longer end of the yield curve is starting to catch up to the shorter end 
end of the yield curve, so it is not as inverted as it once had been. Longer end of the curve is now closer to 4.5%. Shorter end of the curve, had over 5%. So we're approaching what we call flattening of the yield curve. You could say that that could be indicative of a somewhat resilient economy. You could also say that the Fed is accomplishing their goal. But we still have time to sort to see if that happens. I still believe that the Fed has gone overboard in such a short term with their interest rate policy without, we'll say, waiting to see the overall effect on the general economy. That said, earnings from companies continue to come out. Retail earnings have been on the forefront for the last two weeks. Today, local Best Buy reported better than expected numbers, but did give cautious guidance going forward, though Best Buy did seem to indicate that things were returning more to a normal state of affairs than not. Best Buy stock, which had been trading at a discount to its normal valuation, did jump on the news. But retail has been very, I'm not going to say very spotty, but depending on what consumers see as places to get value for their dollar, those companies continue to excel. Those companies that don't have the merchandise or for some marketing reason, offend a part of their projected uh, customer base, have not done as well. And then there are those companies that really have significant problems. On the first side, where value is not only perceived, but received, perceived and received, you have Walmart, you have Costco, you have Lowe's, Home Depot, and TJ Maxx, which includes Marshalls, among others. You also have Abercrombie and Fitch. And of course, you've got some of the luxury brands that feed into that, like Louis Vuitton, Moet. On the downside, you have companies like Target or Anheuser-Busch as examples of misreading their consumer base. And then you've got, I'm not going to say complete failure, but real company that does have real problems, even in the attempts to turn it around, and that is companies like Foot Locker. Of course, you've got a company that has been growing pretty well, like Dick's Sporting Goods, which, for whatever reason, was unable to sell a lot of their outdoor gear, but did show some strengths in their digital sales. So we're going to see continue, we'll call it bifurcation among among retailers, and that would be an area that I would probably want to underweight. And all these, even though they have digital sales, are more in a called big box category. The digital sales, even listening to all of these retailers, continue to get better, and that bodes well for my favorite, Amazon.com. But Amazon is looked at not so much as a retailer, but for their Amazon Web Services business. And Amazon could have some issues with the Federal Trade Commission, and that was a direct result. Excuse this expression, but Chris will leave that that expression out. But the 
chairman of the uh, Federal Trade Commission, Lena Khan, Khan, has had it in for Amazon ever since she was in law school. And she wants to, now that she's at the FTC, she see, feels she has the ability and a quote-unquote obligation to break Amazon up. So she sees Amazon as a major monopolist. Very but good. that's a story for another day. Very good, Mr. Money Talk. Well, you heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952 925 5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you very much, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.